You're listening to the I Don't Know, Let's Ask My Mom podcast. I'm your host, Annika, and this is episode number 60, The Cave. Guess what? What? This is our 60th episode. It is? It's literally our 60th episode. Aww. Isn't that crazy? We need to celebrate. Oh, I know. Let's celebrate this weekend. Yeah. We're doing a little spa weekend this weekend, a little podcast um, meeting weekend. <laughs> um, very important meeting. Very important stuff happening this weekend. But we've literally been doing this podcast, Mom. This is our third year. Wow. I'm actually surprised. Me too. 60 episodes. Sometimes it feels like we just started this and we're still like trying to figure out what we're doing. And then other days it feels like the podcast is like fully a part of my life and I'm always thinking about it and always thinking, oh, that could be really good to share on the podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like three years ago, you were just a baby. I Three years ago... You know what, this is so, I was thinking about this since it is our 60th episode. Like just thinking back three years ago, I was in college, like living with roommates. And I remember I would call you all the time and my roommates would always be like, wow, you talk to your mom a lot. Wow. You share that with your mom. You want to talk to your mom about that? I'm like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) She's the best person to talk to because she's going to give me like legit advice. And my roommates Aww. were always, like, confused by that and kind of like, like what dang. What is wrong with her? Dang, she wants to talk to her mom a lot. <laughs> and then once you went through life coach school and, like, got your life coach certification, the idea started forming of, like, maybe I can, like, share my mom with other people, hypothetically, through, like, this podcast is what we came up with. Um and help people like get advice like motherly advice but it's a little bit more than motherly advice because you are a life coach you do have like a life coach certification and you do have like knowledge and skills that can really help people but I just think back to that and I think about like what made us start the podcast and it's so funny because I just wanted to like share you with people because you're you were so good at giving me advice and so good at like helping through me through all my problems I was like I have to share her. Like, that's why I'm here on this earth, to share my mom. (laughs) And so uh, it is crazy to think that we're 60 episodes in now, and I'm excited to keep going. Me too. And it's kind of fun because it's it's just, like, changing. Like, our relationship is changing. So uh, because our relationship is changing, the podcast kind of veers toward a different, you know, different topics. Totally. Right? Totally. And like sometimes the podcast is the thing, like, cause I used to call you all the time, um, in college and tell you like every single detail of my life. But now it's like, Oh, I'm married. I have like a, a like real job and you know, it's like harder to talk to you every day. And sometimes the podcast is like the thing that'll like yeah, still bring us yeah. together like that. So, right. And you, and you have tools, so you don't need to talk to me about everything too, which is Right? Like the benefits of the podcast too. That's true. Learning the tools. But yeah, this is kind of our link. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's cool. Awesome. That's exciting. Well, I also have some good news. Okay. You're going to really like this. Oh, what is it? So last weekend, I was cleaning out the scary cupboard. 
Oh, that thing. You know which one I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) Okay. And I found something that is priceless. Just going to, I'm going to just give you a little hint here. One second. (laughs) You're going to be so I don't have a good feeling in my heart right now about this. Okay. No. Mom? Mom, get that. No, out. Okay. Look at you. Okay, so just to share. Because you know what this is. (laughs) So when Annika was in um, grade school, she did a performance with her little neighbor friend of Love Story. And they bought matching dresses, and they performed this. And we have never know. been able to find the video of it. And I cleaned out this cupboard, Annika, and there was this camcorder that's... No. Like, we had to go order a special cord just to watch what's on it. Oh. And that video was in it. So now, we actually have it to share with the world. And I just don't think it's right to keep uh, it from the so world bad. any longer. That <laughs> it is was such so bad. a good performance. Literally, I remember <laughs> after that performance, we couldn't find the video, but I knew you took a video and I was so mad because I'm like, I want to see my performance. And then like a year went by and I'm like, thank goodness. <laughs> that thing is gone. Because I never I, have to I, deal I'm with that I'm very again. excited oh, for you to come home that's... and watch it like on a TV and see the whole and how you threw flowers into the crowd after. Oh, I thought it was so be, cool. And I can't wait for your husband to see it. He's Please going no. to love it. My voice is that was so, so high in that. That was so brave of, that but that was crazy. so brave of you. That is crazy. People think my voice is high now. Just listen to that. Oh, yeah. Oh man, I thought I was literally mom. You probably don't know. This. I thought I was the coolest person. I know. I saw you just be so proud of yourself. I remember one of my friends in that class, because we did the performance and then we went back to class, and one of my friends was like, we were all talking about like our performance. It was like everyone was supposed to read a story, but my friend and I decided to sing Love Story for everyone, because <laughs> that's like telling a story, right? So we're just really creative. And, and the title of the song was Love Story, so I could totally see yeah, why you went Yeah, that's where my brain went. And so <laughs> one of my friends was like, I'm not going to lie, I was I was kind of jealous when you were up there doing that. And I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Darn. Oh, my gosh. Oh. oh I'm the worst. <laughs> She's... Oh, that poor thing. She's I being all that? vulnerable and like, I'm going to just be humble and like tell you I'm so jealous that you sang that. You're like, I know. I said, yeah, I do too. <laughs> Well, she just for that, crazy. we're we're gonna post it. We're posting that. We now you not. can just. <laughs> I can't even believe that. That is so crazy that you found anyway, that. There's lots, and and there are like wow. probably ten. Like seriously, Ooh. Dad and I feel like we hit the jackpot. Okay, because like we're empty nesters. Our kids are growing up and moving out, and we just found ten discs that we have never seen of our kids. Videos that we have never seen. Yeah. That's like, that is, we are so excited. I'm scared for what you're going to find. I'm really 
terrified. Uh, I did pull up one, and it sounds to me like you would sneak the camcorder quite a bit. I was a vlogger. When I wasn't Mom, I was a vlogger. <laughs> I was born to be an influencer, actually. You're like, this is my brother in his underwear. <laughs> You're like interviewing everybody confident. in our house. She was very, He always wears his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> she was just so confident anyway. back then. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Let's get, let's get on track here right now. Um, okay. So I wanted to get your advice about something that I saw on TikTok. It's kind of been on my TikTok all week, like this, this idea. So I'm going to share it with you. You tell me your thoughts. Okay. Okay. So there's this girl that talked about how she was really bad at like dealing with rejection and so she went to rejection therapy and and her therapist told her like you need to try to find as many ways to get rejected as possible like you need to get rid of this fear so you just need to like find ways to get rejected so she applied to harvard like she's telling the story on tiktok she applied to harvard and then they she didn't get in but they waitlisted her and she was like oh dang I'm on the wait list for Harvard. I didn't even think I'd get in. Oh, oh, she was like, I'm not planning on getting in. Yeah, she just did it to get rejected, to kind of get over this fear of rejection. But then she got waitlisted and she was like, oh, that's interesting. And then she says that she applied for this job at a marketing agency that she's 18. She's never, she doesn't have a college degree or anything. She's never been to college. And she applies for this marketing agency job and she gets the job. Without a college degree, she's making like forty thousand a year. She's like, "What <laughs> the heck?" And then she just kind of talks about like other times that she like would tr- just go and try to get rejected, and then it would kind of just work out. And then other times where she would get rejected, and it was like, "Oh, I just got rejected," you know? Like she applied for a modeling agency, and they're like, "You just don't fit right with our ad campaign," you know? And she's like, "Okay, mm-hmm. whatever," you know? And mm-hmm. so. It was cool how she was like talking about it and just listening. I was like, this is, this is interesting to me because yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think our brains just put us in this little box and say, do this, just do what other people are doing. Like, don't put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Don't do things mm-hmm. that you don't try too hard. Don't try too hard. Don't share too much. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, she totally broke free from that and just kind of was like, I'm just going to, like, she went to a restaurant. I remember she talked about how she went to a restaurant and she saw two guys eating. And so she just went up to them and asked if she could eat with them. And they were like, yeah, sure. And so she just ate dinner with two random guys just to <laughs> see they would say yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I don't know. It's like, I thought it was so interesting. And then there's other people that saw that video that are now trying to just get rejected with random things. And I'm like, this is mm-hmm. crazy. I need to tell my mom about this mm-hmm. and get her thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, that is really cool. And it makes me uh, think about the type we talked about, like making mistakes and how I like, I want to, I, I, re- I went through that little trial where I'm like, I want to, I want to get, make 20 mistakes. So I'm yeah. going to have to try extra hard to, to like try new things. Right. That I've never totally. done before. Anyway, it reminded me of yeah. that. But I love it. And I didn't know there was something called rejection therapy, but it makes total sense because like if you have a fear, the best way to overcome it is to expose yourself to it. Yeah. So it makes total sense. Yeah. Like, but, but I love it because like that's rejection is something that we all collectively think is a terrible thing. Yeah. Right. Like it's just like, we've been trained to think rejection is awful. Do not, you do not want to get rejected. You do not want to get rejected. And just like, imagine the things you would try and do if you weren't scared of it. That is amazing. 
And she's like, wait, I'm on the wait list at Harvard? Like, and, and I just think it's cool. Number one, she's exposing herself to it. Yeah. That's, right, like public speaking, stuff like that. Expose yourself to it. If, it's, if, if there's something that you are wanting, like a dream you have, and there's a step that you're like, oh, but that one might be, like, the only way you're going to get to that place that you want to be is to fight through. Yeah. And have the rejection, right? And so I, I love, I think it's, I think that's awesome. And it's, it's fun that she's now um, motivating other people to try it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I think I have a lot of thoughts about rejection. Number one, I think that's like, again, it's like if it's a fear, which most people have this fear, is to expose yourself to it. And, the, and so what she's doing, and it sounds to me like what she's doing, is she's deciding what she's going to make it mean before it happens. Oh, so, yeah. So, For like, sure. I think one of the best times, like, again, like, I'm a, I'm a mindfulness coach. I, we talk about mindfulness, right, and our agency and how we think and what we make things mean. And I think one of the best times to use mindfulness is when you're doing something new, when you make a mistake, when you reject it. It's like, it's like, wait, I have a choice. What do I want to make this rejection mean, right? And, and it's like changing the game for yourself. It's like, yeah, change all the game. of us are, yeah. all of us are, all these, all these people are applying to Harvard. They want to get in. I'm wanting to see what happens if, when I'm rejected, if I cannot be so scared of it. So she, she's doing it for a completely different reason than everybody else. And I think that is just so empowering to, to decide what you're going to make something mean. And you can do it after, but like she's doing it beforehand, right? Like, I'm going to be proud of myself when I get a rejection. Yeah. So that's a really good way to take the fear away from yourself. It's like, I want to be rejected. So I love it. I think it's, I think that's just really motivating. And, and it just shows you how much power you can have, totally. right? Like you get to decide what anything means. And like to you. And what a rejection means, what a mistake means. Like I think one of the best times to be mindful is after you make a mistake. Because trust me, you do not want to believe what your survival brain's going to say. Yeah. For because, like, sure. it's like, again, your survival brain's trying to pull you back into a box, like you said, right? Like, uh, wait a minute. We need everybody to like us and we need everybody, we need to be safe in, right? The herd, right? And so your survival brain wants to pull you back into the box, or sometimes we refer to it as the cave. Uh uh, uh uh, uh, we're not safe. We're putting ourselves out there way too much. We're going to get rejected. And then the, wolves are going to eat us. Right? Totally. So, so again, like that's why mindfulness is so helpful because you can decide what it means instead of just believing the first thought, your survival brain, which is going to be danger, danger. Always. Right. Always going to be that. Yes. Yes. Ah, I love how how you're saying like change the game, change the game. Like this is all, you can make everything in this world mean whatever you want to make it mean. Like that's how powerful we are. So just change the game that you're playing. Change like society has told you to do this, but like you can choose whatever path you want to go down, you know? Yeah, yeah. change your motivation. I like love why it. Why I'm doing it is make, well, I'm doing this, but it's not for the same reason maybe he or she is doing this. Right. I'm just doing it to show myself I, I can do it. And and I'm just, I'm just, my goal is to just not be scared of applying to Harvard. Yeah. You're trying to get in. I'm just trying to be, not to be scared of being rejected. Yeah. I love that. But I think, I think rejection is a fun topic because I think 
that rejection is one thing our, our survival brains love to freak out about. And, and it's one of the main ways our survival brain is trying to protect us is by scaring us with that, right? Like yeah. making rejection super scary. And like, again, stay in the cave, stay in the cave and just play small. Right, because then again, then you won't be rejected, and we'd have all just keep believing our survival brain that rejection is scary. Rejection is scary, but like if you really look at it, is it? No. I I like the more I think about it is like rejection is part of life. Okay, like we can't control other people. Sometimes we're gonna get rejected from a job. We can't control the decision making process. True. Right. Sometimes we're gonna get rejected from a, a someone we're dating. They find out. That, that it's just not going to go anywhere that, you know, that we can't control that. So rejection is part of life. It's not something that we can control. And so like the more I kind of like look at it, isn't it kind of life doing you a favor when you get rejected? Isn't it kind of saying, don't keep going down this road. It's not going to like, I'm just like telling you right now, it's not for you. It's like, I, I kind of, I always try to, whenever I think of rejection, I think redirection. Ooh. Oh, thank you, life. Thank you, life. I'm not going to keep putting all my eggs in that basket because now I know it's not going anywhere. Okay. Right? It's like, it's like, like, just stop putting your energy into this and like, move on. Let's, what else? Oh, that's good. So sometimes I think rejection is life doing you a favor. I love that. Redirection. I love that so much. And redirection does not sound as scary as rejection. So maybe yeah. we just need to change the, the word in our heads to <laughs> redirection. Yeah, that's what I try to do. Deal. Literally, that's what I try to do. That's what I try to do, yeah. It's just like, oh, redirection. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Do you have any examples that pop into your head of, like, a time where you were redirected? Well, there I, I did think this also when you talked about, you brought up the, you brought up dating somehow. I don't know how when you said that, but it made me think mm -hmm. about like, I've actually had a lot of friends, at least I had a lot of friends in college that either were scared to ask people on dates because they just didn't want to deal with the rejection that was going to come, or they didn't want to say yes to dates because they didn't want to deal with the rejection that, that eventually they just felt like eventually it's going to come, whether it's like, yeah, we're going to go on a first date, but then they're not going to ask me on a second one or something. And that's rejection or, you know, Oh my gosh, that's it good. Would, it's like, it I'm going to stop people. Uh, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you what I'm thinking after Ooh. you say this. Okay. Keep going. Okay. Well, yeah, it would stop people from wanting to put themselves out there or even like accepting when somebody else like literally went out of their way to ask them on a date. Wow. So I'm just going to not do it. Yeah. Just in case. Just in case. Um, so now I lost what I was going to say. No, mom. I was actually excited. Do you hear what you're Just give me a second. Okay. I was going to say, oh, okay. I got okay. it. I got Ooh. it. See, that wasn't bad. Ooh. That was like just a little bit of, just a little, just a little bit of scary. old person. Right? Um, uh, what I was going to say, now I lost it again. <laughs> no, no, it's here. Oh it's here. So ultimately... This is like the real thing. This is why it's so awesome that this girl's like, I'm just not going to be scared of it anymore. Like she, she sounds like she must be a passionate person who wants to like experience life. Yeah. So I don't know. She's her, changing the I'm game. Sure. I want to experience life, but it sounds to me like that's yeah. maybe what her motivation is. Yeah. The thing about rejection is 
like the hard truth is if you fear it, you will self-reject. So fear of rejection leads to self-rejection. How do you see that with this example you gave? Oh my gosh, I, I do see it because they would say, nobody wants to go out with me. Nobody's going to like me. I'm never going to get married. They would. They would say stuff like that. Totally. Nobody's going to like me. And then, and then what does your brain do with that thought? Make it true. So yeah, it's like if you're scared of rejection, you're going to end up rejecting yourself and, and, and in the way Annika shared, but also in just not pursuing things that you're, that are exciting and, and maybe your natural gifts or your natural talents you won't pursue. Yeah. That's self-rejection to not be yourself and to be who you are and to, to embrace those things that are part of you. Yeah. Like, like for the girl we were, that I was talking about in the beginning, it's like, if she didn't go apply to Harvard, like the only, the only person rejecting her, if she doesn't apply is herself. So she's right. still going to get rejected. And like, and, right. And, and, but the, the thing is that she, she broke through and she applied. She just learned something about herself. She's like, wow, I think I'm smarter than I thought I was. Yeah. What else can I do? And it's like, if, if you want to know who, who you can really become and what your natural like gifts are and like your passions, you know, like how passionate you really can be, don't fear rejection. Maybe just look at rejection as the cost of life. Ooh, it's just like part yeah. of life. It's like, it's like experiencing life is going to cost me feeling rejected sometimes. But I want it. I want to feel life. I want to experience it all. I want to see what else it has for me. And sometimes when we fear it, we're just in this cave. And we just do the same thing over and over. The same We don't experience. We don't break out of the cave and go see what's over here on this mountain. What's over here on this island. What's across this river. We just stay in the cave, nice and safe, so the wolves don't get us. But maybe there was no wolves that day. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, so love good. It. I, love that you, I love that you talked about rejection. I, 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 I just love, love, like, when people push. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Like, like that example of your husband when he was learning how to golf, right? Like, I'm changing the game. Your, your guys are playing to win the, the mat, like the golf do you call a game a match? What's it golf? What do you call? Uh, uh, okay. Uh, anyway, I don't know. <laughs> a game, golf game. <laughs> You're putting me on the spot. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, but he like he's like I'm just trying to keep my elbow in. Yeah. And he, I kept my elbow in all day. Yay! Let's go get let's go get pizza. Yeah. You know what I he's mean? So like celebrate. Like. And I just think that uh, not only does that help you work through re- your thoughts about rejection, but it also creates empowerment and right and friendship with yourself yeah I don't know it creates so many good things it's fun yeah yeah oh that's so cool I I was dying to tell you about it but I'm like I'm gonna wait and tell her for the the podcast whenever you have good things like that save it for yeah I do I do because I love to get your just your opinion on on things like this but it really opened me up and I'm like hey I just need to try more thing I like what's the big deal you know what I mean? That's really yeah. where my mind went at the end of yeah. all of it. It's like, what's the big deal? Like, let's just try stuff yeah. and see what happens. And and I would say that the trick 
that this girl was a great example of, she decided what the rejection was going to mean before it happened. Yeah. Like took care of it instead. And if and if you do, and if you don't do that, then remember your survival brain is going to give you the first the first thing, are, are, because we're negatively wired. The first thought is going to be negative, and it's going to be the problem. Yeah. So her, it's like she preempted, and she decided I'm going to think this when this happens, and she was prepared, and she beat she beat the survival brain to the game. Yeah. So cool. It's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode. We love you guys so much and we hope this episode helped you. If you want to follow us on our Instagram platforms, you can follow my mom at karenedwards.coaching and you can follow our podcast Instagram at IDK Let's Ask My Mom.